Thanks for joining us for No Cap, the internet's smoothest podcast. I'm Jason Priestess. He's the legendary Tyvis Powell. How are you doing tonight, my man? I'm always fantastic. Anytime, you know, Jason, that I get to be alive on this earth and, you know, I get to, I have a beautiful kid now and I get to play with a wonderful wife. It's just always a good time, you know? I can't really ask for anything more than what I've been blessed with. You know, it's always, life's good. I know, you know, we got that that disease going on, but, you know, I always try to focus on the positive things in life. And right now, life is pretty good for me. I love that attitude. I try to be the same way, man. We both have a lot to be thankful for. Just celebrated Thanksgiving and and had a chance to, you know, the wife, the kid, the good life, uh, could be a lot worse, right? It could be, but you know, we, we're, you know, we gonna make it through, you know? You can find No Cap on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and elsewhere. We're thankful for your support. Had a lot of fun doing this. Appreciate all your feedback. If you feel like it, hit us up with a review on Apple Podcasts, five stars only. Absolutely. We got to keep the streak alive. Keep yeah. the streak alive. <laughs> <laughs> keep it alive. Uh, remember last week we recorded a full podcast previewing the Illinois game, uh, only to have Ohio State cancel the game like two hours after. <laughs> <laughs> it was unfortunate. You know? I, was, <laughs> I was really looking forward to that game because I really wanted to see how um, the improvements that our secondary made from the Indiana week. But, you know, like that COVID finally got the best of us and it finally cost us, you know, some games. So, but, you know. You know, hopefully this week it's right now. It's a go. As of seven nineteen, it's a go. <laughs> right, right. Had another open Saturday, another boring Saturday last week. But tomorrow- yeah, I don't. I don't even think I watched any games. Like, it, was, it was very depressing time. Tomorrow it should be a go. Uh, late breaking news before we sat down to record this: Ohio State had a basketball, men's basketball game scheduled against Alabama A and M Saturday. That's been canceled due to some tests out of the Alabama A&M side. Uh, so, but, you know, COVID got basketball this week. It's still lurking, still hanging around. Uh, be safe. What do you always say? Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Please practice social distancing. Stay six feet apart from each other. We all need each other to get through this. It's not hard. We all got to stick together and do some simple things. <laughs> you I used to watch this Disney show. It was, it was on, um, what was the name? I can't think of the name of the movie. It was like the basketball movie. And they had a song saying, we're all in this together. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that, that it comes to mind every time I think of COVID. So, you know, everybody listen to that. What is that? I got to think of the name of that. High school musical. I think is what it is. All right. All right. Yeah. Disney (laughs) classic. You know, I might show my age a little bit. I don't even think the kids today know what that is, but anyways, isn't that something? (laughs) Wait till you get my age, my man. You'll, uh, there'll be a lot of things. The kids today don't know. (laughs) I heard somebody tell someone else recently, they said, you know how I know you're old. And the guy, the guy's like, how? And he said, because, uh, you still call your phone a cell phone. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well you know what do you call it a phone you just call it straight up a phone right how I, I feel like i do but i think i do call it a cell phone from time to time too i know i say cell phone and mobile all the time and it's like because i grew up with a, <laughs> you know a phone on the wall too yeah the phone yeah <laughs> so times really changed <laughs> no doubt, if you're under a certain age man it's just a phone right now they, it's not a mobile it's not a cell, it's just a phone so i gotta i gotta get hip to that but you mentioned ohio state is a go for michigan state tomorrow they put out a press release today the ohio state football program did 
uh, saying they had increased enhanced COVID-19 testing this week. And then the team doctor, uh, Jim Borscher, he led the Big Ten's medical review unit uh, to kind of get the season on track. He said, quote, we are very confident that we are heading to East Lansing with a team that can safely compete and whose health, safety, and well-being has been our utmost concern. We've tested, monitored, and evaluated our results daily and advised the student-athletes, coaches, and performance staff accordingly. Bucks returned to practice earlier this week, but, man, we got a game, I think. I mean, I, a lot can change. It's 2020. I'm not, making, I'm not guaranteeing anything. Yeah, ain't nothing guaranteed. Oh, boy, it might be an hour before kickoff. I know. Canceled, so, but, yeah, right now, your things is good, especially after what happened to us last week. Right. You know, this is exciting. At least they travel because I don't even think they got to, to no. get to Illinois. So, you know, we're, we're, we're ahead of what we were last week for sure. Yeah, you got to feel a little better than last week, and I think we all are, but uh, who knows, man. It's 2020. I'm just praying for the game to take place. Of course, Ryan Day tested positive last week. He will still be out, will not be on the sidelines tomorrow in East Lansing. Larry Johnson, this is kind of cool, becomes the first ever black head coach in Ohio State football history. Could not have happened to a better man. Really? Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Oh, yeah. You know what? He's well-deserving of that. I'm glad that he uh, has made it in the, the history books. But Isn't that, that cool? Yeah, that is pretty cool. That couldn't have happened to a, a better guy. You know, that that's that's well deserved. Uh, I really hope they have a really good game for him tomorrow. Yeah, I think we all do. And, and, and you know him, obviously, a lot better than I do or, you know, certainly better than most of us fans. But I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about Larry Johnson, ever. Yeah, yeah you know, it's, just, it's something about a guy that, you know, people gravitate to people that, that you know they care about you. You know, and they have your best interest. And the only thing they do is try to bring the greatness out of you. You know, mm-hmm. they make you a better person, like not even just on the field, off the field as well. Like just conversations with him is very intellectual. He has you thinking about things that you probably wouldn't have thought about. It's like he's kind of like a father figure. So it's just like that's just a guy that you just have no choice but to respect. You know, it's, it's real with him. It's, everything is authentic. Man, he makes sense. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome, and uh, um, I'm sure Penn State fans still to this day kicking themselves over letting him get away. Yeah, I, I still am, I'm blown away that they let that happen. <laughs> like, I don't know, like he was, he should have for sure been a the number one option. Like I don't know how they dropped the ball on that. It's insane, and I remember playing Penn State when Ohio State would play them, and he was on their staff, and it was like you knew that his defensive line was going to bust you in your head the whole game. And it's like for man, sure, you know? yeah, for sure. Because I think you know what he was, yeah, because he was the uh, D line coach. My rookie freshman not rookie guy lee i've been in the league too long my uh freshman year my sophomore red shirt sophomore year or whatever however they they say it so when you and, started he was there at penn state yeah because joe yeah. paternal was there wasn't he when did joe paternal leave i swear he was still at uh penn state in 2012 and 2013 right i'm like i'm almost sure i remember looking at him on the sideline I'll have to look that up. I'm pretty sure he was there. Let me give me a sec here. I got it pulled up here. He was there. His last year was 2011. Ah, I swear he was. You know what? Maybe it's because I went to a game. That's probably what happened. I probably was in high school and I went to a game and seen him. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I seen that man standing on the sideline before. So that must have been what happened. I and probably then, went to a game in high school. He, he, well, and LJ got here in 2014. So 
Yeah, no, sir. Well, it's a possibility then. Was so, he, yeah. so he'd been at Penn State all the other years then? Yeah, he was at Penn oh, State. Oh, well, yeah, for through, sure. Through 2013. So it's certainly the first part of your career, he was still in Penn State. That's what know? I thought. Okay, I didn't misspeak. Yeah, can you imagine what he did? Like, what, you know, we talked about this before. When you when you go to a new team in the NFL, you get rid of all your old team gear. That dude must have had mountains of Man. <laughs> Where is it at? Honestly, I feel like, you know, even though he don't want to say it, I feel like Penn State still holds a special place in his heart. I mean. I'm sure it does. It was you gave everything you had to a, a, a or um, school for so long, you know, and you put out such great talent in the NFL and he was very successful at times. Like, you can't – you just don't just throw it all away, you know. You're right. It's always yeah. going to be there. Yeah, he, that would be like Tom Herman saying he don't care for Ohio State and he won a national championship with Ohio State. Like, it, that don't read. People yeah, you're right. Yeah, he was there for about, what, 18 years at Penn State? And Penn State was the first, like, big-time job he had because in 1990 – well, in the mid-'90s, he, he, had a, he was coaching high school football for a long time in Maryland, then in Virginia – and then he went from high school coach in Virginia to Penn State. So it was the first big-time job he had, you know, if we want to. That's a big jump. <laughs> is it not? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, so he was there for a long time. I'm glad he's a Buckeye because he cranks out talent, makes everyone, you know, Ohio State does a good job recruiting, but he makes them better once they get here. And he... Absolutely. He gets the best out of all his D-line, man. Every D-lineman that I know loves Coach Johnson. Love hearing that. We don't have any idea what players will be out for Saturday's game. Uh, OSU will put out a status report in the morning. We'll get some more insight there. Uh, but just looking at some practice photos Ohio State's put out on social media, we can make reasonable guesses as to who will be available, like Chris Olave, Baron Browning, Tommy Togiai, Julian Fleming. These are players that have been photographed at practice, or Ohio State's put out quotes from these players talking about this game this weekend. So we can assume those guys will be there. Uh, beyond that, we don't really know. Uh, Kevin Wilson was on a Zoom call with the media this week saying he would be on the sideline instead of the press box so he could look Justin Fields in the eye when he wanted to talk to him. That's a pretty big clue there, too. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, the good thing is that, you know, hopefully he is. I I haven't really seen any pictures of him, which kind of had me nervous. But, <laughs> you know, I don't think people slip up and make those mistakes. So it's a good thing he said that and eased a lot of my tension. Um, and I, if he, if, if Justin wasn't there though, I think, um, they will find a way to get it done, especially, you know, since Michigan state isn't a tough opponent, but I'm, I'm guaranteeing that they're going to play them very tough this game because for some odd reason, every Ohio state is everybody's Super Bowl. So sure is, sure is. And we hope Justin's on the field, uh, maybe some more trouble on the horizon though. Michigan on Wednesday paused football activities this week and canceled their home game against Maryland. Uh, the earliest they can return to action and practice is Monday. But, uh, you know, maybe the game, you know, the regular – the game, the, the final regular season game, the one you, you go to Ohio State to play in, maybe in a little bit of doubt on ESPN's college football show Tuesday, Kirk Herbstreet said, quote, I still think Michigan waves the white flag, <laughs> potentially avoids playing Ohio State next week. Uh, a little outside his lane. Was surprised to hear him say that. He quickly released an apology, and not long afterward, the next day, uh, Michigan Athletic Director Ward Manuel said, quote, I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> I have to pause because my words, the anger, I was infuriated by the insinuation that Michigan would do anything other than play a football game. We've been playing this game since 1879. We're the winningest program for a reason. 
because we play whoever's in front of us. <laughs> he went on to say, I can't tell you how embarrassed I am for the Big Ten Conference to have one of their representatives <laughs> who played this game say that about any team in our conference. Ah, yikes. What'd you think when you heard Herb Street say that? Herb Street was just saying what everybody in the world <laughs> was thinking, man. <laughs> like, he was. Like, everybody thinks this, but, you know, they won't say it. Herb Street was the one to say it. That's all that is. I mean, you got to give it. Herb Street is a Buckeye. I mean, you know, he's going to look at it like the team up north hates Ohio State, so they would do something to sabotage our season. That like You would have to think that because you – I mean, he's a Buckeye. I mean, why wouldn't you think that? So I don't really think – I think that, you know, everybody's overreacting. I mean, I don't I don't really look at it like it's a big deal because it's it potentially could happen. Like, I mean, it's that, so say they do do it. Like, like say they do cancel games. Dude, was Curve Street wrong? No. So, like, I don't – like, I don't see what the big deal is. Do you think they would intentionally try to get out of the game when they could play it, when they had enough bodies to play it? Like I said, I've been saying for weeks, I don't think they would. (laughs) I don't either. I I really, like, you really got to really stoop that low. Like, I don't think that they would do that. Like, I I don't like them. They are terrible. But I don't think, like, they would think that bad. Like, that's awful. Like, that's awful. And everybody should be fired if that happens. And yeah, they the, could play the game. If those boys is able to play that game and they choose not to and you and use COVID as an excuse, you know, I got to go dabble on this. Use it as an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> dabble! Use it as an excuse. That whole, all from top to bottom, everybody up there should be fired. Yeah, I mean, if, if they were to intentionally duck out, if they could play and they said, hey, we'd rather not, and word trickled out. That, that's like a program killer. I mean, like, recruits are not going to want to go to that program. Uh, people would be calling – fans would be calling for staff, uh, athletic department, administration, coaches to be fired. Like, it, oh, would, absolutely. Be, it would be a black eye. It would I mean, stick around for it. years. We just watched Baltimore play a game on Wednesday when, when, when none of their players – their whole offense was gone. And they still put up a great fight. It was still in the game at the end. Yeah. So like, you never know. You you know what? Somebody from the team up north might, you know, they might breed somebody, like, that they didn't think would be good. And he probably got to have a decent game. I mean, they're going to lose regardless. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care if Tom Brady comes back. They still going to lose the game. So, like, that, let, if they, them thinking that they're going to win the game, that should be so far out of their mind that it ain't even funny. Oh, I agree. I agree. Well, well, the word came out from the Detroit Free Press newspaper late Friday, late today. Uh, Michigan football pessimistic about playing Ohio State game as COVID-19 details emerge. Uh, they said, quote, according to three sources, players were present at a number of small gatherings after the Penn State game to celebrate the Thanksgiving holiday. Mm. Uh, isn't that nuts? Michigan spokesman pushback said players were discouraged from doing this, that they were given uh, grab-and-go Thanksgiving meals to eat. Uh, to take home to their dorms, apartments, whatever, to kind of stay isolated. But uh, they did put out an update today showing 14 athletes and one staff member as COVID positive since Saturday. Mm. That's a decent-sized number right there. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> that's not good. Uh, that's <laughs> over the 7.5% that the Big Ten would, would, would want people to shut down. So, I mean, this game is in doubt. I mean, it, it it's kind of like it's, – it's truly awful if they can't play, but it's – it's kind of only fitting way to end this awful year is OSU not getting a chance to kind of rough Michigan up on the football field. Buckeyes are favored by 27 and a half in that game already. 
<laughs> What's going through your mind as a former player or, or as a – imagine you're a current player and you're finding out you can't play your most hated rival. I'd feel so robbed. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I would feel some type of way if they don't play their game. Like, I just – like, that's robbing the – like, that's, that's like – that's the only game that a lot of people really even care about. Like, well, I'll be mean, outside of the national championship, but like, right. Like that's like the big game. Like that's like the great, it's the greatest rivalry in all the sports. Like you gotta Amen. have that game. You gotta have that game. And like for them not to have it, man, it, it, I don't know. Like, I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to put that type of negativity in there. <laughs> How about that? I'm not even going to speak on it. All right. I appreciate that. Uh, the thing, too, is, like, if you're Harbaugh, if you're Michigan, you're having an awful year. But you know what? If you can somehow beat Ohio State, and, again, that's a lot. Well, like, hold on. We're not even going to put that in the air. <laughs> I don't care if, if Tom Brady and Charles Woodson came back and they pro- they ain't winning this game. I'm just telling you. <laughs> we, hey, we hey, the, get that. The line's four touchdowns. I, I'm with you. They're not winning the game. But hypothetically, <laughs> if, if they could, that would save their whole year. Would it not? <laughs> No, I think Harbaugh's getting fired no matter what. (laughs) I don't know, man. I think if he could somehow beat Ohio State, and again, that's not something I expect to happen, but if he could somehow get it done, I think he could save his job. I think Michigan fans would go in the offseason saying, yeah, we suck, but we beat Ohio State. It would would make make the season just a lot better for them, you know? I mean, I I would not disagree with you, but like I say, I think Harbaugh Harbaugh is gone – no matter what happens, would you rather go eleven and one and lose to Michigan, or go one and twelve or one and eleven and beat Michigan? <laughs> that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, see, see what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that's a tough one. See what I'm trying. That's a big game, man. The biggest. I, like, I just can't imagine losing to them. Then I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna lose. We're not gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> you can take it however you want to take it. I'm not, I, I couldn't imagine losing to them. Oh, well, Ohio State's going to hang 100 on if they play them. But, uh, yeah, just, just, just trying to emphasize the, the importance of that game and, and how it can, can completely reverse a bad season if you can get it done. Uh, college football playoff rankings, second batch of them came out Tuesday. The top seven teams were unchanged from the first batch. Ohio State held at number four despite not playing their game against Illinois last week. So that's good news. That is good. You know, here's they, still, they value us a little bit. They do. And here's the problem, though. OSU needs six games per Big Ten rules to qualify for the Big Ten championship game. And Ohio State has four right now. Tomorrow <laughs> against Michigan State would be five. Uh, Michigan would be six. If Michigan can't play, Ohio State has five games. They're not going to be able to play in the Big Ten championship. They Tuh. may have – how are you going to get to the college football playoff if you can't play in your conference championship? Nay, I told you about this. <laughs> Listen, they not about to not let the Buckeyes be in over no six-game rule. Like, it ain't no way. You have obviously, been saying that for obvious, a while, haven't you? It's obviously like that's the best team of your conference and you're going to not let them play because of because of a, a season where they where something's bad and games got canceled out of their control, like one of them was out of their control at least. I like the first one that got canceled wasn't they far, right? It was the other teams, right? It was Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So you you can't punish them for that. Yeah. Like that uh, wasn't their fault that they couldn't play. You've been not say- a second not a second one, but that 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 was their fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so one one and one. They've had one and wasn't one and wasn't. <laughs> and to your credit, you've been saying that all along that 
They're not going to hold him out. Don't worry. They're not going to hold him out. Uh, Barry Alvarez, Wisconsin's athletic director, spoke to the Detroit News earlier this week, said, quote, I think if something were to happen to Ohio State and they'd have to cancel another game, that's something that we've got to revisit. They're setting up there still, or sitting up there still at rank number four. Our league can't keep them from having the opportunity if they have a chance to be in the finals. That's what I'm saying. So you can already kind of see, you know, some, some stuff happening here in, in the athletic director ranks. He said Alvarez said it would be a decision up to the athletic directors. Now there's going to be some salty athletic directors <laughs> and, and, and fans. I mean, fans are going to be like, why are you letting Ohio State do this? Why did you change the rule if this is the case? But you know you get a lot of money as a conference if one of your teams makes a college football playoff, right? I did not know that. You do. I there's, could only imagine, though. Yeah, there's a big, big revenue share, big, big check cut to you, and you split it amongst the conference. Somebody told me the other day that they heard that if if um, they did get canceled, like so if they couldn't play their six games, they said that Wisconsin and Ohio State should play on the day of the, of the um, <laughs> Big Ten championship, just play a game. <laughs> and it'd be like that so they could show the college football playoffs like you know these are two good teams you know wisconsin's well respected and ohio state go out there and play them and beat them and like <laughs> that's six games <laughs> you know what man that you, you might see that and 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 nothing this year has made sense and everything has been unexpected so who knows what's going to happen with this if the big 10 does change its rule if ohio state can schedule a sixth game if something else happens we'll have to see uh, Big Ten does not exactly have a great record this year when uh, with handling everything. I think they kind of put their teams, especially Ohio State, in a little bit of a corner when they botched the start, said we're not playing, and then they said now we are playing, and then they bake weeks into the schedule so you could reschedule. We will have to see, but you have been saying it for a long time that you know they're not going to keep them out if they don't have enough games. Absolutely not. There's just no way. It's, it like. They will be Ohio State will might as well pack up and lead the Big Ten if they if they do if they hold a rule like that over them like like there's no no loyalty to them like, like Big, Ohio State they brought this the Big Ten so much money and won uh they was the last Big Ten team to win a national championship huh, shout out to us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shout out shout out to me you gotta, you gotta shout yourself out man Are you telling me just because of a, a year of COVID you gonna hold them out and uh-huh. it was and one of the games wasn't they fall like if it's so if another game get canceled and it's not their fault like like that come on man like really? yeah well if Michigan ends up canceling that means two of the three games won't even be Ohio State's fault so really strong argument there. Yeah. So yeah, well, we'll see. Like I say, I, I doubt that they 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 cannot play another game. And the only thing is, I think that it could affect them in the CFP. Now that that's totally different. But the Big Ten championship, absolutely not. They playing that. Yeah, Wisconsin. Or I guess uh, Cincinnati sitting down there. What seven and oh, eight and oh, something like that. Imagine if the Bearcats got into the CFP over the Buckeyes. This state would rip itself apart. Yeah, and I even think Urban said that. He thinks Cincinnati plays a tougher schedule than Ohio State. He did. He did. How, why are you doing us like this, Urban? Why are you doing this? <laughs> hey, he calling it like it is. <laughs> he got to call it like it is at times. He does. Speaking of Urban, Texas might have a crush on him a little bit here. Tom Herman, fresh off a bad loss to Iowa State, is now 5-3 at Texas this year. 30-18 overall and just 21-13 and in the Big 12 in five seasons. We've also talked many times on this podcast about her, how Herman's getting crushed on the recruiting trail. 
You've been talking about that. Uh, <laughs> just, just facts, just facts, buddy. I can't uh, be mad, but I can't be mad at him because they all come from Ohio. Right? Yeah, he's doing us a solid, man. <laughs> November thirtieth, a website, Estonia website, whatever the heck that is, reported Shelly Myers eyeing real estate in Austin. This is how it always starts, man. The coach's wife looks around shopping for a house, and then the rumors start. Uh, obviously, this is. Most certainly not true. She wasn't in Austin looking for real estate. But Wednesday, Orange Bloods, which is the Texas rival site, reported that Kevin Eltyfe, the chairman of the Texas Board of Regents, flew to Columbus to meet with Urban Meyer. Uh, Kirk Barton has come out, former Buckeye, saying that uh, <laughs> Texas offered Urban $84 million for seven years. That's it? They should have gave him 100 <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. That's more than that's like more than Dabo makes right there. Eighty four for seven. I mean, that's some that's a big big bucks. That's a lot of money. Ain't a lot. <laughs> you might need to consider it. <laughs> uh, twelve twelve a year. I mean, that's whoo. Well, that's, hey, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't be mad at him for them type of numbers. You would see that <laughs> that's twice as much as he made at Ohio State, basically. Yeah, but like I said, I just don't see it. I I mean, but then again, you never know with him though. But I I think he really enjoys what he's doing now. He's not he's not stressed out. You know, Urban's one of those guys. To his credit, he does care about his players. Um, mm-hmm. He does. He he like for example, he had the job fair. He taught us about corporate America. So just in case football didn't work out, you know, at least we'll be able to handle ourselves in a professional setting, and that. You know, he he brought jobs to us. So we had to, like I said, we had the job fair. And, like, he always had us come up with a plan for after football. Like, so it was it was more than football with him. And I will I applaud him for that because without him, I probably would have never even had other plans. Because as a kid growing up, plan A was the league and plan B was to make sure plan A was in full effect. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know it wasn't until I met him that I actually took trying to find a plan B seriously. And he actually like helped me, you know, establish some things. So that's know, pretty I cool, think, man. Good. good yeah, on, so, you know, I, I, you know, it's, it's sincere. Um, I think that, um, he might get a little stressed out because you know, some of these kids nowadays is wild and he cares, <laughs> he cares about them so much. And like, if stuff don't go right, like it, it bothers him. Like it, if it, it mentally grows on his heart because he feels like he might've failed the kid and like what well, he could have done better. Man, so, you are, you're an old man right now. You just dropped to the kids nowadays or what? <laughs> well, that's what they are. I'm well, gonna, welcome to the club. I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I might as well just go ahead and start calling my phone, my cell phone. <laughs> Exactly. exactly. Yeah, I, I think I, I agree with you. I don't know that he would take another job. And, and Texas has to be appealing. The money's huge. I mean, it's a big, nice recruiting area. They care about football. It would be one, you know, one of the top jobs in America. But I think he's comfortable, man, doing the, doing the analyst stuff on TV. Uh, he would immediately – I mean, he's got that Pine House in Dublin, you know, restaurant partnership he's in on. Yes. Imagine if he took that – Texas job, that place would go poof, man. Because <laughs> you know what the you know what the first thing he would do is he would he he would take some back some of these recruits like the that quarterback, the Texas kid. He would flip them. And, oh, for sure. In a high story, would be well. You know what? You know what? A couple of weeks ago, you asked, we were talking about how 
Ryan Day might be a better recruiter than Urban. Well, I guess we would be put to the test and yeah. find out, wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, we, we would quickly find out. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you know. I you, wait, now that we talk, I don't think he could flip deck a quarterback. I'm gonna be honest with you because I think Ryan Day just does a great job with developing quarterbacks. I mean, so I don't think he could actually get the key at the flip back, but he might get somebody else though. I don't think he could quarterback though because I mean, quarterback, you obviously you have to go to the coach that you think can best like get you prepared. And obviously coach day is doing a tremendous job at that right now. So, you know, I agree a hundred percent with you, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I, but, I, ain't no, buts. <laughs> here's the, but. here's the, but home state, man, if this is a, this is a quarterback from California and Ohio coach and Texas coach are fighting over him. Yeah. I'm with you. Urban would be recruiting them to stay home. And that's a big deal to a lot of these kids stay play for the big home state school. I mean, what you dream? Who, who'd you dream about playing for your whole life growing up? Ohio State. Exactly. That's different, though. That's oh. different. Ohio, but Ohio State is always good. It's a tradition, traditionally a great school. Like there is not really a down year. Like the last down year was twenty eleven with the six or seventeen. That's true. That's so. True. Like outside of that, like they don't really have down years. So like I knew no matter what, like we were still gonna be good. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, back to Ohio State and the game tomorrow. Michigan State's two and three. Uh, they're busting those white uniforms out. Can't wait to see those. I know we talked last week about how how just ridiculously cool they look, and I'm glad to see they're getting a chance to wear them because that they were supposed to wear them against Illinois. That kind of got snatched away. Yeah, like I said, I I seen the picture of them, and I'm very interested to see. Like a lot of people do really well in all white, you know, especially when you got the white shoes that make you look faster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Ohio State is probably going to look really fast tomorrow. And they had a week off. Well, not a week off, but you know what I mean. They yeah. So they, they, they more, they that much fresher, you know, it should be a good game. Yeah. So Michigan State has some ugly losses in Mel Tucker's first season. Uh, lost the opener to Rutgers 38 to 27 at Michigan State. That's a tough one. Lost at Iowa 49 to 7. Then lost to Indiana 24 0. But they've got a couple nice wins. They uh, beat Michigan when Michigan was 1 0. And thought they, thought that, they, that, ain't, that ain't a nice win. <laughs> well, no, in hindsight, it's not. But at the time it was, Michigan thought they were King Bleep back then. Man, they were 1 0. <laughs> and they beat Michigan 27 24 in Ann Arbor on their field. And then just last week, man, they beat Northwestern 29-20, handed the Wildcats their first L of the year. I think Northwestern was ranked eighth in the college football playoff rankings at the time. That was a big win. I'll give them that one. Give them that one, but not the I Michigan one? No, that, uh, that, that, was, <laughs> that was to be expected. That, you don't get no credit for that. All right. Uh, Mel Tucker, again, the head coach, he knows Justin Fields pretty well. He was the defensive coordinator at Georgia when Fields was there, so he saw him a lot in practice on those scout teams. No, really. That play, I mean, what kind of advantage do you think that gives them? None. <laughs> I don't. I think Justin Fields is a is a much better player than what he. I don't. I don't really know what he was like in Georgia, but I'd I'd imagine that he wasn't who he is today. Mm -hmm. um, I think I think Coach Day has really helped him evolve and up his game to a different player. So I don't think that will hold any weight. Like anything that he was may have been lacking in in Georgia, I'm pretty sure he probably fixed it by now. Yeah. yeah especially with do. especially with how well he's been playing and, you know, him having aspirations to go to the next level. You know, you got to work on your weaknesses. You got to turn your weaknesses into strengths is what I was taught. 
Right. And then Ryan Day obviously does really well with quarterbacks. So I'm sure he's getting a little better love up here than with Kirby Smart and whoever they had down in Georgia. Hey, I hate to do this to you. I got to read a stat real quick. <laughs> Ohio State lost three out of five to Michigan State from 2011 to 2015. But they, so you go do so you go do that, huh? Uh, <laughs> I, got, I can't just ignore it, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. they 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 were the villains. I mean, you, for a while you hated these guys about as much as you hated Michigan. Did you know? I hate them. I hate them now. What are you talking still, about? Still hate them. Still hate them. You, you hate their grandchildren. I see, see I, don't, I really don't think people understand. They we could have went to the national championship. Like I could have went to the national championship every year. I was at Ohio State. And we didn't get – if we wasn't on probation and banned from the bowl in 2012, we would have played Notre Dame. We probably would have won. Right. The year after that, we lost in the Big Ten Championship to them. So they cut, they messed that one up. We would have played uh, Florida State. Would have been a great game. Uh, the year after that, obviously, we went to the National Championship. And then the last year I was there, obviously, they beat us with the last-minute field goal, which we would have won to the championship again. So they really, really put a damper on my career, you know? They robbed me of two rings, in my personal opinion. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I hear so, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, no. I hope we put up 100 points, and I hope that they don't ever score a touchdown, and I hope they lose every game they ever play. <laughs> I hope I really hope that they for the rest of their time that there's a Michigan State that they never win another game. That's how I feel about them. I hope all the bad things in life happen to them and only them, the player ha- <laughs> player hater of the year. <laughs> mm, call it what you want. Buckeyes have won four straight against Sparty. Uh, this will be the first December regular season game for Ohio State since 1891, just a really abnormal year. So, yeah, let's have a regular season game in December. 1891? Uh, ain't that the year you was born? <laughs> 1893, man. I'm not <laughs> 28 players on Michigan State roster are from the state of Ohio. And, of course, Mel Tucker, the coach, is from Cleveland. Hey. Yeah, hitting close to home for you. Hey. Yes, sir. If you look at their roster, man, nobody really jumps out. Their offense is really bad. Like quarterback Rocky Lombardi is completing 54% this season, which is not great for a college quarterback, honestly. Uh, eight touchdowns, eight interceptions. You look at their running backs, they're all averaging like three and a half yards a carry. Not a great offense. Uh, defensively, they're decent. They're not elite. I mean, they're probably a little better on that side because Tucker, the coach, is a defensive coach. He was a defensive oh, yeah. coordinator at Ohio not State. Always, that means he's putting extra emphasis on defense. So they'll have some wrinkles, but, man, Ohio State's favored by 24 uh, over at 11warriors.com. Our official staff prediction is 42-17. to 17. I don't think many people are giving Michigan State a chance. It sounds like you're probably not either, right? Never. I don't care who they is. I would never give them a chance. No, they stink. All right. <laughs> All right. I mean – do I don't. Mean? I just don't like them, Jason. <laughs> I really just don't like them at all. Hey, really buddy. Don't. If I were you, I would not like them either, man. I, I get why you don't. What do you you think? The high state's gonna roll. It's gonna be easy. What do you? I what hope do you they expected? do. I hope that. I hope it's a hundred to nothing. A hundred to nothing. I mean it. I hope it's a hundred to nothing. I won't feel bad for them. They need to get better. Yeah, I, I can. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I would not mind seeing that as well. Let me ask you if you remember this. I went to the game at Michigan State in 2014. That was a good game. That was a fun game. You remember that one? 
20 you said 2014 yeah when you went up in east lansing i was there obviously i was there (laughs) i do remember that one yeah that's the one mike thomas took the slant to the crew right and that was a good uh, trey what trey waynes and that was a good game they had some players on that you know i yeah that was a great i'll give it to him that was an excellent game because they went up early that was the game that to this day that i'm mad at our linebackers because they act like they couldn't feel the run and I made like three or four tackles on the, on that running back Langford in a <laughs> row, and it was to the point where it was ridiculous. I, I just had to, I usually don't say a lot because like I understand how hard linebacker play is, like because you you in the pinch with the run in the pass. But this was just ridiculous. Like they they ran literally the same play over and over and over and over and over, and they act like they never seen it or couldn't stop. <laughs> you so were I working. Sat, I, I snatched my mouthpiece out. And, and what's going on, bro? Like y'all need to talk to me. Like what's going on? I'm not about to keep doing this. Like this, this is this is. I'm a. I'm supposed to be a cover first guy. Like this is ridiculous. Right. It's one on one with me and this running back three times in a row, and, and to this day, they leave, leave me laughing at me because. He goes That's say awesome. he was like in my head. I was trying to figure out the same thing. <laughs> what was going on? <laughs> You're up there thinking, I got a tight end to murder, and you make yeah, me back like, on running. Hey, I'm, I'm worried about the pass. Like, what's going on? <laughs> Do you remember this? This has always stuck out with me. It was a, I, I'm going to pay him a little bit of compliment. I hope I don't make you mad here. But during timeouts, like TV TV timeouts and whatnot in the game, they had this gold retriever come out and catch free. No. You remember that? <laughs> no, I don't. You, know. you you were probably huddled up looking at diagrams and whatnot, but like during TV timeouts, they would chuck a frisbee and this gold retriever go up and like eight feet high in the end zone, just grab it with his mouth. And like, I'm like, you know what? More football games should have gold retrievers catching frisbees during timeouts. So that, that caught I, I you, get that caught I guess your eye, huh? You like that? Yeah, it, it was cool. It was a nice little, you know, because TV timeouts are boring if you're a fan <laughs> and you're sitting in the stands. And you know what? I guess it's something they just do up there. It's the only game I've ever been to at Michigan State, but supposedly it's just something they do. And I'm like, man, you know what? More teams need to do that. More stadiums should we have that. We got right? boobies. We cool. I'd rather watch like do the push-ups and do as many as he can. Sounds, yeah, sounds more entertaining. Duck. Buckeye's got a pretty darn good band. Too. That much too. Better than, much better than Michigan State. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think – I don't know if we're going to see 100. I think Ohio State rolls comfortably here. I'm going to say 45-13. I'm going 100 points and nothing less. <laughs> you know what? If it's 100 to nothing, you, you got to do a walk-off. This needs to be a final. <laughs> look, look, drop the mic. Look, I told, look, all I'm going to do is I told you so, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When we come back, six more games are canceled this weekend. But Tyvis and I keep crushing it with our predictions. We'll hit you with that. There's a big difference between your house beer and the new house beer at B-Dubs. Yours comes in cans and bottles. Ours comes cold on draft at the sports bar. And it's called Wild Herd Kolsch by Goose Island. And in $3 talls, it's a bright, crisp, and easy drinking excuse to trade your couch for Buffalo Wild Wings. So get here and make your next beer a $3 tall Wild Herd Kolsch. Buffalo Wild Wings. Roar! At participating locations for a limited time, dining only, please drink responsibly. Welcome back to No Cap. Tyvis and I are having a blast tonight. Tyvis, we got six more games canceled or postponed this week. And again, that's that's down from what it was, right? We got to look at that, it. We at least we're going <laughs> in the right direction. <laughs> Double digit ones be the ones that scare me. 
So, you know, you know, pe- maybe people are starting to really listen to my, my advice. You know, I ain't telling them wrong. I hope so. We got number 14 in Northwestern at Minnesota canceled. Maryland at Michigan canceled this weekend. The two Big Ten games that are off the slate. Uh, also announced this week the Rose Bowl, which is a college football playoff semifinal. We'll have no fans this year. Which is, oh, that stinks. Isn't that dirty? Oh, man. Yeah, this is uh, – this. they getting out of hand with this. They <laughs> getting out of hand. That's dirty. We got some good games this weekend. Let me rip through them real quick. Number five, Texas A&M at Auburn, noon on ESPN. Number 15, Oklahoma State at TCU, noon on ESPN2. Mm-hmm. Texas at Kansas State, noon on Fox Penn State at Rutgers, big rivalry game there. Noon on Fox Sports 1. Number six, Florida at Tennessee, 330 CBS. West Virginia at number nine, Iowa State, 330 on ESPN. Number 12, Indiana, number 16, Wisconsin, 330 on ABC. Number three, Clemson at Virginia Tech, 730 ABC. Number one, Alabama at LSU, 8 o'clock CBS would have been a great game about five years ago. Now it doesn't look so well. <laughs> Buddy, we are each, what, 8-1 and one this year? We're 8-1 and one calling games? That's insane. It is insane. You know, hopefully we can keep it up. I don't want to I don't want to be the one to lose. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're, we dueled too hard, man. No one wants to, we, no one wants we, to take that oh, first step back. I say we didn't carry you too far. <laughs> <laughs> we got, what we got here? You took Indiana last week, minus 11 and a half. The Hoosiers end up beating Rutgers, uh, Maryland 27 to 11. They had me nervous, especially when the quarterback went down. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, I, thought, I thought I had my opening, man, but you rallied and got it done. <laughs> I took Rutgers uh, plus 11 and a half against Purdue. Rutgers won that game on the road outright, 37 to 30. I've taken Rutgers the last two weeks. They keep coming, <laughs> they keep coming through for me, man. I might Rutgers at, ride Rutgers out for the long haul. Who do you like this week, man? Which one of these games jump out to you? I'm, I'm going with uh, Oklahoma State over TCU. I'll, you know, I'm going to take the two points. I think they'll win by more than two points. I, um, Oklahoma State, is a, they play some really good ball. I mean, I never – you know, growing up, I was never a fan of Oklahoma State. Like, I always thought they was kind of overrated. But as of lately, I, I've been playing some pretty decent good uh, football. So, I think they're going to beat TCU by more than two points. Obviously. You like that, huh, on the road at 4-4 four and four TCU? Yeah, I, I, but TCU's tough though. Like TCU is one of those teams that you can't really count out because they they're the team that actually like upset somebody. <laughs> so I can see that happening too. But I just think Oklahoma State just I don't think TCU is that strong this year of a team. I think it's a, I think it's a down year for them, and I think they're gonna lose. Obviously, that's a good one. I like I like that pick too. You're obviously too young. You said you never were an Oklahoma State fan growing up, but 1988 probably before you were born right man you be giving out your age jason (laughs) hey i don't remember this too well either i just know what happened (laughs) (laughs) that's true story 1988 barry sanders was a junior at oklahoma state you know how many rushing yards he had that year in college um 2200 all purpose yards no this this is just rushing alone 28 28 50 2,800 yards? Yep. <laughs> hey, that, that, that's unheard of. Can you imagine having a 2,800-yard season in college? Yeah, that, I see why he uh, – <laughs> I see why he did what he did in the league. Sheesh. 
And that was only 12 games, man. They weren't. They didn't have playoffs, and they didn't count bowl statistics back then. He must have was breaking every play. About eight yards a pop all season long. All season long, had about 373 attempts, man. He was a beast. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was that deal for sure. <laughs> he was that deal. Yeah, my favorite Barry Sanders story, too, is he supposedly was a two-pack-a-day smoker, and he still would go out there and just <laughs> juke his dudes. Yeah. Well, I learned I just learned a couple uh days ago that Marshawn Lynch said he take a shot of a shot and a half of Hennessy before he played. Are you serious? You ain't see that? Oh, no. it was like a so no. ESPN plus got a commercial. Well, it's not a commercial, it's like showing a preview of an episode of him and Peyton Manning. And he was like, he was like, you know, before the games, I used to have to get a shot, a shot and a half. Peyton Manning was like, a shot of what? <laughs> He said, he looked at her like, what you mean? A Hennessy? What you mean? Oh, my. All right, man. Wow. <laughs> I've always been a Marshawn Lynch fan. Now I'm a bigger Marshawn Lynch fan. That's insane. Man, it, I ain't, whatever gives me. It, it worked. Everybody got their own thing. I can't be mad at the guy. The guy worked. Hey, Amen. You're going to take uh, – you got so Oklahoma State. You're giving up two points. You know, I'm going to go, man. Rutgers again. <laughs> you know, I want to. And if I did take Rutgers, it would come through because Penn State's not going to beat them by 12. I know that. Uh, and that's, it. that's at <laughs> Yo, Rutgers. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <You're> okay. <laughs> I, I'm going to get a little wild here, man. I'm going to take. Oh, uh, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. I'm going to take Wisconsin. Mm, that's a good pick, though. That's a good pick. Giving up 13 and a half. They got Indi- Indiana coming to town, but you said, you know. The quarterback's injured, yeah. so, yeah. Penix is hurt. He's out for the year. They're not as good as they would be with him, obviously. So, I got Wisconsin thir- minus 13 and a half. You got Oklahoma State minus two. We you think see- they going to roll them by that much, though? I, I tell you what, that quarterback definitely make a difference. I will say that. You think they going to roll them? Yeah. I, that's I, what scared me. The 13 scared me. <laughs> I do. I, I think in college football, the little things affect teams more, like momentum and losing stars because you're, you're more immature. You don't have the professionals you have at the NFL level. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I think the little things can get to teams more like this. So I think that – I do. I think Wisconsin is going to win by two touchdowns or more, and I think – we'll see, man. Maybe next week I'm 8-2 and two and you're 9-1. and one. But uh, right now I'm feeling good about it. <laughs> All right, something bad. I had TCU will go out and had a game of their life. Um, I'm Mess up my, everything. I'm going to get my Horn Frogs hat out for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's time for Wax Stories. You know the rules. Tybus shares a hilarious or absurd story from his days as a Buckeye. These are almost always anonymous. We're not trying to crush anyone, but uh, they don't have to be anonymous. You're talking about yourself, right? Absolutely, but this is what I'm including my teammates, which I mean, this isn't a this isn't a crazy absurd story. We're just gonna talk about you know, just cut one day that I was we was at the apartment, and you know, obviously, uh, at my apartment was a it was epic times, but this is one of those times where we were more chill. So you know, we all was huge um, Madden players back Woo. in the, yeah, like Madden was like serious to us. And the, the the best rivalry was me versus Cardell and Madden. And Cardell's a good player. I mean, obviously, Cardell, everybody knows Cardell plays the game because he was the one that went and played that kid. <laughs> That's right. That, that <laughs> and he put In the up, hospital, right? Yeah, put up 100 points <laughs> on the team, or 90-something points on the team. Everybody knows about that. So <laughs> you got to always be on your A game with him. So we was playing, you know, a typical day. And Cardell is 
Cardell, it, it's hard to play. Like, for me, like, I know the defensive stuff really well. So, like, I don't really like to play it a lot because, like, it's like I know how to – what the defense is supposed to do, what it's supposed to look like, and how to play it on the game. And right. I feel like it's kind of like cheating. But if you ever play with them, with him or JT, it's like – it's overwhelming because those two – know so many checks and adjustments like they know the checks and adjustments to make and whatnot and it was like i barely beat them like i i barely beat either one of them but the best game was to watch them two go at it oh my god when i tell you i've never seen two people so locked in on a video game <laughs> and it was like it was like they was having a series so that so good, like, huh? Oh yeah, it was that good. <laughs> it was they was it was to the point where neither one of them was throwing incompletions. They was like the Justin Fields of man. Ooh. They didn't throw incompletions, and I was just to sit back and be like, like I don't know how y'all two do this, but like it was. It, I grew a rule where it would be like I'm not playing a quarterback in video games, like especially Madden, because like they know too much, and you know it was just the epic time. Um, Cardell eventually ended up beating JT. It was such a good game, though. Like, I, I go lie, I was kind of rooting for JT because Cardell had just blew me out. <laughs> he just beat me, so I was mad at him. I was like, please, JT, win the game. <laughs> and it came down to, like, the last drive, and I think he ended up throwing the interception. So, yeah, it was it was unfortunate, but, yeah, it was some good times. Good times. So who did, who did you guys all play with? What team would you roll with? I was a huge Atlanta Falcons team because in my mind, I was like, worst case scenario, I'm going to just throw it up to Julio Jones and he going to come down with it. Right. <laughs> so that was my thing. Right. Uh, Cardell, believe it or not, man, then it kind of make me upset that I'm about to really say this, but Cardell had a, had a, a, a game or a time of his life where he was playing with I think it's the Detroit Lions, man. But you know, Calvin was playing at the time, so yeah. I understand. But like they Detroit wasn't really like that, like on the, in real life or on the game. I mean, they was decent at the time, but I just could not beat that man. He had he had a corner that wasn't even good. I mean, I ain't gonna say he wasn't good. He was actually decent. It was Rashawn Mathis. He played uh -huh. for Jacksonville, but then he ended up going to the Lions at the end of his career. Right. And he just – he locked down Julio. I could not believe it. I could not figure out what was going on. And, he, like I say, I, when it came to me on defense, like, oh, yeah, I know defense well, but, like, he's just like – he knew what I was in. He figured out what I was in, and he would make the right checks and adjustments, and it was just nothing I could do. Wow. Who was the best mad player on that team 2014? Probably Cardio. Probably Cardio, <laughs> for sure. Unfortunately. Hate to admit it. Hate to admit I, it. I, yeah, I, I don't like to really admit anything good that he does. You know he, <laughs> <laughs> you can't, he's one of them guys that you can't give him credit. You got no, yeah, you because he had taken to the head <laughs> and tell you, turn around, and tell you about it, right? Right, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's he wanted you got to be very lenient when you give him a compliment. How many times, if you guys played ten times back in the day, how many would you win? Probably, probably three or four. Ooh, he was good, huh? Yeah, he was good. I, I got to give him his credit. He was good. He was a quarterback. He knew what he was – he knew stuff. Like, it, it was – it's just hard to explain. It's unfair. It's an unfair advantage. Was – were you top five on the team? Oh, yeah. Listen, I've been playing Madden my whole entire life. Until I got to the NFL, then I stopped playing Madden, which is the – everybody asked me why. I don't know. It's just the weirdest thing. I guess it's kind of like – you know, you study football all day and, like, you just don't come home and then play it again, like, type thing. 
And it's like bad. They told me it was bad luck to play with yourself. To play with yourself. I can't yeah, it, it's bad luck. So I was like, I, well, that's the case. I didn't want to. I didn't want to prove it wrong. I didn't want to uh, be the one to find out if it was true or not. Right, <laughs> right. Because if it's something bad happened, then I'm blaming on that. So yeah, I was just like, yeah. If, they, if the vets say don't play with yourself, then I ain't doing it. What was it like to see yourself in a video game for the first time that you've grown up playing? It was surreal. I ain't gonna lie. And you know, the, the craziest thing is they had my swag right, man. They knew I rocked the one sleeve on the arm and everything. I was like, this is crazy. Really? But yeah, it was, I, I was like, it's it's good. Because I, I was thinking, like, they don't even know who I am. Like, they, how would they know what to even put on me? They probably just gonna make me look like some plain player or something like that. But no, they had everything. I would have had the towel, the sleeve. I was like, man, they be paying attention. Yeah, yeah, they got people hard at work at that. That's crazy, man. That's got to be a, a weird feeling seeing yourself. You never played with the Browns? No. No? no. Not at the time, I didn't. You wanted to win, I, some, win funny some bad, thing, huh? I, so when I, was, when I was in college, I had offered to, you know, play somebody randomly on Twitter. I was like, I'm online right now. Somebody somebody played me on Madden, and somebody came in and played me. And I beat the kid. I, beat, I don't know if it was a kid or a guy. I don't know what it was. But I beat him 50-46, and guess who he played with? The Browns. Oh. <laughs> he probably thought he was honoring you. He's like, man, I'm a big Tyvis fan. Let me pick his favorite team to get thumped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, Julio went crazy like always. Got, got wild on him. Hey, it's going for three, our weekly roast of whatever catches our eye in news involving the Michigan Wolverines. And you know what caught my eye this week, buddy? What is that? Michigan, since they're not playing Maryland at home tomorrow, they canceled the game because of COVID concerns. They're going to end the 2020 season without one single <laughs> home win for the first time in program history. This is a team that's been playing football since 1879. And I know it's a weird year. There are not a lot of games, but all I know is they don't have a home win this year and they're not going to get one. Well, you know what? It's, you know, the, considering the year that it's been and the, considering the year that they're having, it's to be expected. You know, it's just like, like this, this is just a downward effect for them. Like it just, it started bad. It all, it all started. I'm going to tell you when I knew that they was going to not be good. This season. I'm going to tell you exactly when I knew when they kept comparing themselves oh. to other players <laughs> that wasn't them. Like, like, it's not like I grew up and said, I'm going to be. Charles Woodson. Like, why would I say that? Like, I'm, I'm no, not, I don't even no. go to school there. Like, why would I even say something like that? So I knew that they wasn't going to be good when they, they can't even look themselves in the mirror and be like, you know, I'm going to be the best me. No, I'm yeah. going to try to be like somebody else. Like, that don't make sense to me. So I knew that this was going to be bad. Hey, I, I didn't think, think right. it was going to, I didn't know it was going to be <laughs> this bad. <laughs> but I just knew it was going to be bad. We got to be the next Joey Bosa. He ain't even, Joey ain't even go to school. He ain't even from the, from Michigan. So I don't even know why he would. <sighs> Dude, I, I, I think you're on to something. These I kids think, today, man, I tell you. These kids today, I, I think you're on to something, man. The Aiden Hutchinson, they're like, oh, his dad was saying he was going to be, he looking like Bosa. And then that Milton at quarterback. Damn, was, dude, Damn, nah. dude, you remember that? <laughs> so they played themselves. They cursed themselves, man. I think you're absolutely right with that. That's hilarious. Uh, they lost, what, last weekend at home to uh, 0-5 Penn State. And they got, they got beat up by Penn State. It was 27-17. wasn't close. Michigan right now is a triple overtime win over Rutgers away from being one and five. <laughs> you love to see it. You love to see it. So then 
Well, if they was one and five, I think Harbaugh would have been fired by now. So it's a good thing that they got that week. We will see what shakes out. Hey, thanks for joining us on this episode of No Cap. We'll see you next week.